Now for today's quick shot of Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Welcome to the Suds podcast episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. I'm your hostess, good old gal Juliana, and with me today is good old boy Dave. Hello, hello, hello. What a show tunes. How sweet. Well, today we're going to be discussing and tasting beers from the Sam Adams Winter Classics 12-pack. But first, this episode is brought to you by... Stuff and Things. Do you like stuff? Do you need things? We have more stuff than anyone, and our things are very competitively priced. Come on down to Stuff and Things. Stuff and Things. Things and Stuff. Stuff and Things and Stuff and Things. Now with more stuff. The... Sam Adams Winter Classics beers we'll be discussing today are Amber Bach, Oatmeal Stout, Chocolate Bach, and Old Feswig Ale. We'll be rating these beers today from 1 to 5, with 1 being a lump of coal, and 5 being that Red Rider BB gun you've been begging for. Just don't poke your eye out, kid. Okay, let's get to the first beer. First one that we're going to talk about is the Amberbach. Full-flavored, yet not heavy, this dark amber beer strikes a balance between robust and easy drinking. Inspired by its heartier Hellsbach cousin, mmm, love that one, this Amberbach has a complex, lively flavor, and is sessionable enough to enjoy throughout even the longest holiday party. You know how those are. Mm. Distinct notes of caramel with a touch of toffee and honey are balanced with a subtle hop character, crisp body, and clean finish. Enjoy it on its own or with your favorite holiday meal or dessert. This beer is a 6% ABV. So, good old boy Dave, what do you think of this? Well, I like it when the descriptions they put with beers are actually kind of match what I what I taste. And I got the, the caramel and the toffee and, and you definitely get a little touch of honey in there. And I like the fact that they mentioned that it's, it's sort of a scaled-down Hellesbach a little bit because that's that's kind of the impression I get from it. You yeah. Know, it's like a session Hellas. It is. It anyway, is. But know. still is packed with a decent amount of flavor. Yeah. It's really, uh, it, it's not, it's sweet, but it's not cloyingly sweet. Like it doesn't, you could keep drinking it. Um, you, I definitely want to pair it with food, though. I think you would need something kind of salty or, or savory a little bit. It would really make this beer kind of pop. Yeah, like a roasted meat of some sort. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's a beautiful color. Um, nice. It, well, it's it's an amber, and it definitely it definitely has that look to it. Very clear. Um, good carbonation. Yeah, I like this beer, man. I, I think that um, I think Sam Adams got us off to a good start on this one. I believe so. And what did we rate this beer? We rated this Amberbach a Sudge rating of three. Moving on, let's get all festive with the old Fezziwig Ale. Spicy and bold, this festive ale is bursting with the flavors of the season. With a full body and spice, it'll help those long winter nights pass more quickly. The rich malt character creates notes of sweet toffee, caramel, and roasty chocolate. While classic holiday spices like cinnamon, ginger, and orange peel dance on the tongue, bringing with them a celebratory spirit of the season. This is a 5.9% ABV. And of note, for those of you who are wondering where they get their name from, Mr. Fezziwig, Fezziwig? Fezziwig. Is, Fezziwig is a character from the novel 
A Christmas Carol, created by Charles Dickens, to provide contrast with Ebenezer Scrooge's attitudes towards business ethics. Scrooge, who apprenticed under Feswig, is the very antithesis. 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 Sorry, my English is bad. Of the person he worked for as a young man. Mr. Feswig is portrayed as a jovial, foppish man with a large Welsh wig. What's mm. <laughs> a? How do you know it's a Welsh wig? I don't know. Mm. I guess you'd have to be Welsh to figure that one maybe. out. You have to read the label. Maybe, maybe. So, in part two of the Christmas Carol, the ghost of Christmas past takes Scrooge to revisit his youthful days in Feswig's world, located at the cusp of the Industrial Revolution. Dickens uses. Feswig to represent a set of communal values and a way of life that was quickly being swept away in the economic turmoil of the early 19th century. Look at that wow. for a history lesson. He's like saying, hey, Scrooge, man, just slow it down a little bit, buddy. You know, it's not all about the it's not all about the dollars and cents. Do you think Feswig ever ran into that uh, little dick? You know, the orphan from... Oh wait, that was Oliver Twist. Sorry, I got my dick. Got my dick and it's all mixed up. Okay, that's just bad. So bad. Okay, so let's talk about the beer. <coughs> Sorry, Mister Fezziwig went down the wrong pipe. <coughs> <coughs> so, you know the thing about a lot of these Christmas ales that are spiced is they get a little heavy-handed. With the spices, you know, um, they're like, oh yeah, we put a little sprinkle of cinnamon and some nutmeg and you know, da 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 da, and all of a sudden you feel like you just inhaled a spice rack. Exactly. Yeah, and a sprinkle is like pounds and pounds of stuff. Right. To be fair, though, when you're making, you know, how many ever hundreds of barrels of beer or whatever gallons, you know, it's probably hard to kind of you know, scale up some of those spices and sometimes it's hard to tell what they're going to do. But, um, but, you know, I, I think particularly with like, you know, licorice and molasses, you know, those are big kind of holiday spices and those, sure. The anise, <clears throat> see, I said anise, I said it the right way. Very good. Goes a little bit, goes a long way. True. So this one they used, I think orange peel, cinnamon and ginger and ginger particularly and cinnamon too, really are very strong uh, flavored spices. Those flavors can definitely get away from you if you don't control them. Kind of like, never mind. So, uh, <laughs> I going to make another little dick joke. But uh, okay. I'm going to leave that kid alone. Yeah. All right? I He's think been through enough. It. He has. He's, yes. It's, it's Christmas a, time. Yes. It's been a tough life. Okay. Okay. So back, so to, back to the beer. Ginger, to yes. my favorite dancers. Um, <laughs> So, uh, they're both spicy. And anyways, I, I think the thing I like the most about this beer is that I pick up all the flavors. I get the orange peel and mostly in the nose. You, like you were saying, you know, you got the, the citrusy orange, mostly in the nose and that's in the ginger kind of ties with that. And I really get the cinnamon more in the flavor. Um, but none of it is overpowering the malts in the beer. No, this is, to me, one of the perfect spice beers you can have for winter. It is not overpowering. It's easy to drink. And, and you could easily drink 
a whole bottle of this and yeah. not and not feel like you need to it's a spice beer for people who don't like spice beers exactly exactly very approachable and i think it would pair very well with food too i agree i don't think it would overpower foods you know that's no. the other thing with some of those beers is that you can't really even eat anything with them it's almost like you have to just have them off by yourself after you eat or before or something you know it's got to be its own thing because sure. nothing will sit well with that maybe a big fruit pie or something but no i think this would be great because i i mean like with a dinner because the spiciness of it it's not overly sweet so yeah. you don't need something extraordinarily meaty to go with it but i think the spices that are in it would complement anything from poultry to mm -hmm. beef now you were saying that you got a little bit too much of hop from it i did get a little hoppiness on it which i thought was odd but that's just me yeah i think in it, i didn't get too much i think it's there it's definitely there but i think it helps offset some of the sweetness and the spiciness you know there's that little bit of bitter there that kind of evens things out but it does have a nice sweet finish to it though i thought it does it does so what do we give this beer this beer mr fezziwig we gave a sudge rating of three good old fezziwig so so far we've had an amberbach and a fezziwig ale yes would you consider these winter classics fezziwig more than the amber i tend to think of ambers as kind of fall beers but i could see how you would enjoy it in the winter okay we'll be back after this brief interlude hey it's rob riggle and sarah tiana and you are listening to riggle's pitch yeah and a ham horn and uh, we have a new <laughs> podcast available on the apple Podcasts, podcast one.com and the podcast one app if you love the show, share it with a friend and leave us a rating and review. Every Thursday, we're going to sit around and we're going to talk about the things that really excite us, like life, comedy, sports, a lot of sports. Uh, Ourselves. A, a lot of Sarah. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Kim Jong-un. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whatever. It's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you join us. Welcome back, everyone. So this episode is a nice little 20-minute episode, and we're talking about Sam Adams' Winter Classics. Yeah. Yeah. Winter Classics. Not to be confused with Winter Classic hockey games. Yeah, because we're not checking each other into the glass yet. Wow. <clears throat> okay, moving on. <laughs> Let's get to the oatmeal stout. Oh, do we have to? Yes, we do. Okay, so oats were first added to beer for practicality when barley wasn't readily available. Now, thanks to their rich protein and starch content, brewers use oats to enhance the beer's body and complexity, along with adding a subtle sweetness. Just like a comforting holiday meal, the stout's round, smooth body, and rich roasted notes of espresso and dark chocolate are just the right antidotes to winter's harsher climates. And this is a 5.5% ABV beer. What do you think about this one, good old boy, Dave? So, you know how I said about the Amber Bach, how I like it when descriptions match the experience I'm having? Yep. <clears throat> this is kind of the opposite. As far as soft, round body, that would more aptly describe me than this beer. <laughs> and the oats, 
you know, it said, you know, you add oats to, you know, full, you know, fill up the body a little bit and kind of um, soften things and add sweetness. <coughs> I find this beer to be rather thin and not sweet. There is some chocolatiness and it's not a bad tasting beer at all. Like if you were to tell me that like this was, you know, just a normal maybe chocolate stout or something, I could kind of buy into that. I'd still say the body's thin for a stout, but you're going to tell me this is an oatmeal stout. I don't buy it. I think I think they skimped on the oats. It's Yeah, it's kind of hard. And oatmeal stouts are one of my favorite things to brew. So I'm, of course, gauging this against mine that I know, love, and adore so much. So, I, yeah, I'm slightly biased with what I'm going to say. But it is a little thin for me. Now, there is that slickness on the tongue that you get from oats. But it's... Yeah. It's kind of like a, a weird aftertaste as opposed to like a traditional slickness from a good stout. Does well, that make any sense? It, it doesn't have the viscosity. It doesn't have the, yeah. the fullness to go along with it. It's slick and thin. You know, it's not slick it's and thick. <laughs> Whatever. I used to be in a band called Slick and Thick. I'm sure you were. Yeah. And you could tell me about that later. Sure. Anyways, um... Back to the beer, it's flavor-wise, though. I mean, there is some nice roastiness to it. Yeah, it's like I said, it's 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 a good tasting beer, but in the context of what it's supposed an to be, an oatmeal stout and a winter beer, I don't even find it to be that good of a winter beer because it's thin. It's not like the the big kind of beer you want to drink. You know, when you when you tell me something's an oatmeal stout, I'm expecting you know. Big, kind of full-bodied, fuller flavor, sweet, you know, some roastiness, but not even a lot of roastiness in an oatmeal stout usually for me, but that's just me. I don't know. Maybe you've spoiled me on oatmeal stouts or something. Maybe. You've ruined me for other oatmeal stouts. Maybe I have. So, what did we rate this beer? We rated the oatmeal stout a sudge rating of two. Now, last but certainly not least is the chocolate bog. Oh man. Smooth, rich, and dark, with the robust flavor and creamy texture of chocolate. This subtly sweet brew is slowly aged on a bed of cocoa nibs from Madagascar, Ghana, and Ecuador. You know, I used to know a girl from Ghana. Her name was Ria. I don't. I'll let that. I think I need the sound effects. Thanks, buddy. Or would you prefer the booze? Anyways, uh, those cocoa nibs are giving it notes of honey, chocolate, and vanilla. So this has an ABV of 5.8%. Good old boy Dave, what'd you think of this beer? This was definitely the best of the batch, uh, in my mind. <clears throat> The, the name Chocolate Bach could not be more apt uh, in my mind. This thing is like drinking chocolate. And it is big. The body's luscious. This is this has the body that the oatmeal stout should have. True. Very true. And it has, you know, it some of the sweetness, too. Uh, this is a very sweet beer. Don't get me wrong. This is, to me, a dessert beer. You know, this is the one you have... With the ice cream after the big meal, when you're kind of hanging out by the fire, you know this is uh, 
this is that kind of beer because it is all chocolate. Um, some I I think we we even were talking about earlier. We got a little bit of honey out of it too, and kind of some vanilla. But you know, some of those flavors they kind of the vanilla and chocolate to me they they coexist in a way that's sometimes you you can't have one without the other. True, true. <laughs> this gives me um, a rum kind of flavor though that is is really interesting. I mean, yes, it's it's very chocolatey and it's a really good chocolate, not like a Nestle quickie kind of chocolate. You know, it's it, don't hurt the bunny. I'm not hurting the bunny. I'm just saying the bunny doesn't exist in the beer and that's a good thing. It's a very it's not it's definitely not a dark chocolate though. It's it's not bitter at all. It's it's very milk chocolatey. It is, me. but it's a very complex milk, if that makes any sense. Yes, it was from a very intelligent cow with lots of issues. Maybe. Maybe. <clears throat> but um thick mouth feel and certainly Luscious. yeah, when you think of what a bock should be and bocks by definition are a thicker, more viscous beer anyways. Um, because of their malt profile. This just fits in perfectly. And yes, it's a dessert beer, but I think a lot of people can really enjoy it. Oh yeah, man. I mean this it's it's not too sweet. I don't let me don't get me wrong, it's not too sweet, but it is definitely sweet. But it's and it's not just chocolatey sweet too, because the malt is there in the background as well. Right. I think you get the chocolate in the front and the malt in the back. Of course. And what did we rate this beer? We gave the Chocolate Bock a Sud rating of four. <laughs> Best in show. So for this being pretty much mass market... Um, Grocery store beer. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about this four pack? I'm, I'm excited by it. I, it makes me want to get more... Like I've always liked a lot of the Sam Adams beers. You know, Boston Lager is good. Um, it's not a go-to beer for me, but it's one like, you know, I will, I will drink and I will enjoy, but this makes me want to try more of their variety packs. You know, I could, I could definitely get down with that. Sure. Me too. And I think that I like the approachability of this four pack, that there's something for everyone in it. If that makes any sense. For those that like stouts, they're going to get a stout. For Take, somebody that wants something a little bit lighter, yeah. they can go with the Amber Bock. And then, you know, deeper, richer flavors, you'll get one that's kind of spicy and then one that's kind of sweet as a dessert beer. And yeah. it's really, I mean, this is the perfect holiday. You could take it to an office party, yeah. office holiday party, or take it home for Christmas. Share it. Make your family more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Any kind of beer will make your family more interesting. Do that. Yes. But I, I think it's very yeah, good. Yeah, it's really good. Just leave the stout out. Yeah. Or give it to your uncle that you don't like. Well, this is good old gal Juliana. Keep on chuggling, and we'll catch you next time. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.